Hey, hey girl, girl squirrel. squirrel, it's Liv and Arya, and we're here to give you the big sister advice we wish someone would have given us. Yes, that's right. So welcome, grab a beverage, take a seat. We are so happy you're here. Let's get into this week's episode. Sounds good. You actually don't have a drink today, but you have yogurt. I did. No, I have water. Oh, you have water. I have water too. So I do have water. We're really fancy. We're being bland we're... today, but she <laughs> does have so cool. a, a, like a salted caramel chocolate yogurt that looks really good. Well, so. I ate most of it, so it really was good. Yeah, there you go. So it is it is uh, real talk time we thought would be fun for like our first week's official segment. Right. Last week, we just kind of did a quick little intro and talked uh, about the Amish. and We did talk about the Amish. Adam Shit. Driver. I did do that. You did um, do that. I did. I did. Um, but. We also just kind of gave you a little bit about us. Yeah. A couple of fun, fun factories. Which is, you know. It's fine. It is what good. it is. It's cool. But now we thought we'd get down into it. Yeah. Also, I <laughs> I think I have to say so. I have to tell you. Um, I should mention, and people who's there who are listening, they will see this, uh, that the podcast, I did have to put an explicit, I, I had to put it under explicit because <laughs> I know we're going to curse. Like, of course there's no way no one can stop us of it's course. just gonna happen so well and the subject matter of the show if we can't be can raw be con- and real with you yeah. guys and be super explicit then what's the point that's right. why we started this podcast was to tell you things that no one else will or that we wish we could go to our parents about so yeah. we can't be explicit what's the point right so really it's mostly just to be safe but also i i mean we said we said fuck in the last episode so <laughs> And get ready for it to happen again. It could, it could happen at any time. It's gonna happen Who knows? again. But, Watch. Um, oh, oh, no. Here it comes oh, again. Fuck. No. Stop. <laughs> Frightened. Oh, my God. Do you remember that episode of Friends when Rachel said that to the little kid? What? There was a little no. kid who was bothering her on Halloween because he was asking for money and she was giving him candy. And then she goes, shut up. And he goes, you can't tell me to shut up. And she goes, I think I just did. Oh, here it comes again. Shut up. <laughs> No, but it sounds it feels relevant. Yeah. I love friends. She does not love friends. I'm trying to get her to I like don't it. I hate it. I don't dislike it. I don't I'm not like, wow, I want I love friends. I just don't have like a connection to it. But I, I like it. the show. I like watching it with you. It's funny. Or like it's I have a good time. I, good I time love watching it. I love that <laughs> that TikTok. It just reminds me of myself of the two guys in bed and one guy goes hey do you mind if i just play some white noise to fall asleep to real quick and he goes yeah dude that's fine i don't mind and then they roll over and you just hear the i know i know it's a little Disgrace. it's funny it's funny anyways so <laughs> aside today, from that today we thought that we would talk about something um maybe maybe it won't quite resonate with like the preteens and the tweens and all that but it, maybe it, it, it might but it it more likely will probably resonate with the later teenagers and the other 20 somethings out there yeah so you wanna that's right you wanna lead us into yeah it, so well basically <laughs> um, I took my own advice from the last episode and I was noticing looking at like my old journals. So I started looking at all my old journals from high school and there was so much pressure and still is 
and I guess has, you know, kind of always has been, but like so much pressure to know exactly what you're going to do as soon as you're done with high school, like for the rest of your life. Yeah, totally. Um, There's a lot of, uh, a lot of pressure from teachers and parents and maybe even older siblings, if you have those to just. Or friends even. Yeah, to have it figured out um by the time you walk down the aisle for graduation whether that be college or high school and we um just a little bit about us neither of us really like have a solid college education and and i don't say that like with a piece of paper necessarily yeah like we don't have a degree well i do i do what do you have i have an associate's oh that's why i was saying like it's not that it's not it's not that neither of us have a degree it's that like we neither of us really did bona fide college like no. i did fucking film school that's not college well and i went to community college which is college it's valid but i didn't get like the college experience right. that my brother did when he went to right. like a college where you know, neither of us went to like university dorm. right and 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 did the four-year bit correct and, and, and went to co- lived on campus like neither of us did that and so as a result Neither of us really have like predetermined paths for our lives because of our degree. And so yeah. it it makes us, it, it can be good sometimes and it can be not so fun sometimes. But like the point is we both, I would like to believe, have generally very fulfilling lives. We're both pretty happy with ourselves and with our friendship and, yeah. and, and with our other relationships outside of this. And we did not do things the traditional way, the way that parents often want you to. Yeah. And that's not to say that people who go to college or do the four-year thing. Oh, no. Respect to you. Plus, no, super respect. I, I can't do that. It's No, it's like, it's so hard. So major props. Absolutely. Um, but, and, you know, we also, we've we've done so many things. Like, we've changed, I feel like we've changed careers, like, a thousand times. Absolutely. I Because I went to community college right out of high school. Um, cause I settled for, I was going to be a kindergarten teacher. I decided, but I, I couldn't like pass some of the classes that I like some of the core classes that I needed. And it turned out to be like, not what I expected. And so that went down the drain. And then after that, I went to beauty school cause I was like, okay, well, I obviously can't pass regular college. So I guess I'll just pick a trade. And I picked beauty school, which not the best idea not the worst idea either <laughs> but i mean it is the reason i have pink hair so i'm gonna give it credit and that's I've, true and and i met really good people there um but other than, okay but that that's that's beside the point the point is no that's exactly the point the We're, point is yeah. is that yeah i you know we've I've done a lot of things and that you know besides like my career in performance and like kind of in a way we're almost jack of all trades yeah because like you do yeah. i mean you do many things i do a lot i i've done a little bit of everything you just switched i did job i just switched careers so like so quickly like so quickly (laughs) i did um so i i after high school i ended up going to film school i studied at colorado film school um for several years um i i think i was there for about three years Um, I was there studying post-production, um, because I wanted to be a film editor, um, and through 
learning to be a film editor, I ended up getting booked on sets as a makeup artist because I was really good at it. Um, I practiced that. I was self-taught. I did the whole YouTube shebang and ended up actually making quite a bit of money being a makeup artist on sets. I got a few mm-hmm. professional gigs that were really, really good, actually. Yeah. Um, so I was in the film industry for a while. I still... I still am like, I still wouldn't say no to it. And people who know me know that they can hit me up and be like, Hey, I need a makeup artist and I'll, I'll be there and I'll still do it. But like, I've done that. And then that led to me, um, going into animal care because Mm -hmm. I needed to have like a fallback plan. And so I became a vet tech. I studied being a technician and studied medicine. So I went from the arts to medicine, like that. Yeah. And then, um, a few things in between all there, I, I was a receptionist for a while. I did client care. I've worked nightclub security. I've done, (laughs) I've done VIP boots. I've done everything, but, um, I did end up going back to my roots and what, what I think I'm most likely going to end up doing for the rest of my life is being a photographer because I do love it. It's something I've loved since I was a kid. Um, and, and I did go to film school, obviously, with the interest in post-production. And I tell you what, knowing how to edit your own media, that is a gift that yeah. I didn't expect to receive. I would have gone in, obviously, for cinematography had I known that I would want to be a photographer. But, like, it, it, it ended up working out. So, yeah. So, I right. do that now. And I mostly do, like, concerts and events and all that. But... I mean, I still have to make money. And with this pandemic and everything, like I still had to figure out something a little more steady. Right. So for a while I was, I was a vet tech and then, um, now I just switched again and became a bartender because I have experience with that as well. Mm-hmm. Going back to my in 2021, actually, cause in America it's weird. You only have to be 18 to bartend. But twenty one, yeah, you have can't a drink. Have a drink. Okay. It's it's very odd. And eighteen, to but join we'll the take military. your labor. Well, yeah, or you know, you 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 can lay down your life for your country at eighteen, but you can't go to a bar and have a drink. How great is that? Yeah, what the? That's heck? so shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like since I was like twenty twenty one, I've had bartending experience, and um, I you know I realized, God, there's so much money in that, and I just was like, why are you making so much noise? It's ASMR. I'm so sorry. Metal clank. I know. I picked like (laughs) I picked a metal glass. So anytime I take a drink, you guys are gonna hear. So now I'm not gonna (laughs) drink any water. Every (laughs) metal clank ASMR with a little bit of caramel mixed in there. Um, But yeah, long story short, I uh, one sec. Oh, is the computer went night night? No, it's still going. Hi. But yeah, I uh, long uh, long story short, I I just made a career switch, and that's kind of I think what inspired us to do this topic this week because I was like, you know, it's only it's only fitting. She just drank water, and her stomach says, "Hello, I'm I've so just upset. I'm so hydrated. I'm so upset. <laughs> just my hand and my Hello. body making every noise. Hello, Hello. <laughs> I'm here. Says my throat. Oh my Are you listening? But yeah, so last night I had my first shift as a bartender, like a full bartender. Um, and it was it was crazy. Like I'm not it, it, mad respect. Tip your servers, please. I'm yeah, begging you, you to tip your servers. You did um, better than I would have done. It's so much. It's so much work, and and I knew it was a lot of work, but I had no idea how how in pain you are the whole time yeah. from being on your feet and lifting and running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so um, I've done a lot. She's done a lot. Um, and I guess both of us kind of have some experience with maybe things 
um, turning out differently than you would have expected, but that doesn't mean you failed. And that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And you can make a really, really cool life out of maybe, maybe doing multiple things and trying different avenues. Right. And I'll ask you this after high school, like what was your plan? Senior year, you were about to graduate week, week, week of graduation yeah what was your like plan at the time and Uh, what were your expectations for the future how did you even think things were gonna go honestly the week so so my senior year was when I decided on film school Mm -hmm. I I hadn't decided until like my first semester my senior year I was like okay that's what I'm gonna do because I had applied to like other universities and stuff but I just I didn't have a lot of hope for it Mm because it just didn't like it fit me so by the time graduation came around I already knew like I applied to film school I got accepted um in their post-production program which was very cool and then week of graduation honestly I just saw myself going off I I was moving to Denver at the time I lived in a a quaint little place called Highlands Ranch just a little bubble of suburbia that we're both from um well technically we went to high school in Highlands Ranch together um, but I lived in Highlands Ranch when I was in high school. And um, I... Oh, and for people who don't know anything about Highlands Ranch, it's just like, yeah. That's what it's, I was, just, it's a bubble. Yeah. It's suburbia at its finest. Yeah, I think, yeah. Like, yeah. it's... It's just... Nothing bad happens there. It's, it's Every white. house looks the same. It's a lot of white people, a lot of conservatives. It's very not not my scene. Um, yeah. But, but it's very safe. That's why my mom and I lived there. Um, but anyway, so uh, I planned on moving to Denver. I was going to be near the film school. I had a roommate also named Olivia, and um, we're still friends. I love her. But I was going to go for post-production. She was going for screenwriting. And um, we we were both roommates, had a good time. Um, I, I wanted to get the full college experience without being in, like, a dorm. So I was going to go to school for a few years, um, get my degree, and then probably move to L.A. was what I was kind of thinking. Um, I also had an opportunity to go to school in L.A. to be a a cinematic makeup artist, actually, um, at the cinema makeup school in um, Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I toured the school. I went there. It's it's a phenomenal school. Um, It's phenomenal one of the instructors there's v neil huge name in makeup um it's absolutely amazing um very incredible in person and i just like something about it i just felt like i didn't want to live in la though i was just Mm -hmm. it it didn't really fit my personality i thought denver was better so it kind of threw a wrench into my plans like i was gonna do the cliche go to film school move to la and work as a waiter until i got my big break yeah starving artist yeah the whole starving artist bit i guess was gonna be my gig yeah yeah and then, you know, but thing, you know, things changed and you, you know, the things that you thought you would be doing ended up not going, I'm sure, the way you po- you thought they no. would go. But no, but, but I'm not, not mad bad. about it. Yeah, I'm it's not, not mad bad about it at all. I'm, I mean, I'm here. So many ad- you've been on so many adventures. I have been because on of, quite a few adventures. Because of all the things that you've done, like in all the, all the jobs you've taken and sure all the sure i've worked with makeup artists that have won face off like i've been on i i I think it's incredible to say that i've been on professional movie sets before i was 20 Mm -hmm. and and was paid to be there yeah that's pretty cool Yeah, that's cool um and just stuff like that like like life i don't know life just takes you so many different places and 
I, you know, I'm happy with where my life is now. I'm always open to change. Mm -hmm. I'm always open to kind of going back to my roots. I don't really put stock into, for me at least, the whole go to school, get a degree, settle down, have 2.5 children, and do the same job for 40 years. That's that's great if that's what you want. I think that's amazing, and that takes a lot of discipline and courage, and mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, for me, it just doesn't work, and I'm very grateful that we live in a society that is a lot more catering to that kind of lifestyle to, to be more of a free spirit. You yeah. Know? Yeah, well, yeah, and I, well, where we live also is just kind of nice. In that yeah, regard. a lot happens in Denver. We yeah, can do you can true. do just about anything out here, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you want to sell weed? Come to Denver. You want to be a professional? I don't know. Go go dancer? Why not? Yeah, bicyclist. I don't know. I don't Come know. to Denver. Oh yeah, bicyclist. Bicyclist rule sure. the world here. Like, <laughs> you want to be you? You want to uh, sell uh, shower curtain rings for a living? Denver. 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 You know, <laughs> if you want to go on The Bachelor, probably come to Denver. Yeah. Unfortunately, we'll talk about that. Do you want to own a, a bar? That's for another episode. Oh my your god! Auditions for the Bachelor. Oh, All of our no. auditions for a reality TV show, I think, honestly, would be hilarious to talk about our reality oh, TV yeah. show experiences. I didn't even. I'm writing that down. We will have to put because that's them, funny. that's going to be its own episode, and we're going to have to. You know what? I think. Yeah, we'll have to relate that to an actual topic because I want it in context. But yeah, absolutely. I, I think that would be hilarious because we have, oh boy, oh boy, we have stories. We both, and, and they're polar opposite stories. Oh That's what's God. so funny because it's, I, I, I'll i just, I mean, can I say the name of the show you were on? Yeah, you can say the name I of can. the show because they can look it up if, okay. if they want so to. So just, I won't go into the story, but just to give no, you guys like a little, a little teaser, we'll just a little teaser because this will be a future episode. I am declaring it right now. Um, I was on the bachelor. I auditioned for the bachelor yeah. multiple times and got pretty far. Her and her boyfriend were on America's got talent. Yes. And they actually were on TV. They made it to the judges. Oh yeah. We got like a featured. Segment, they were featured like a long featured segment. They, they were featured. You've probably seen them on TV. So Hopefully I'll leave not. it at that. <laughs> I'll leave oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That'll be the teaser. My experiences were actually pretty great. So we'll And my experiences have been nothing but bad. Yeah. So we've got the dichotomy <laughs> of two there. So we will talk we have to yeah. talk about that. Because oh, your yeah. story is fucking crazy and my and story is fucking crazy. And what crazy. sucks is that I can't I'm not legally allowed to actually tell anybody what happened but i can that's why i wasn't sure if i can say but well but i can still there's still some things i can talk about okay and 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 we'll get to that okay. but that sounds great that'll um, be another episode but anyway, that'll so, be another episode so the point is the point we're is, talking about how life can take you many places yeah and you don't have to know what your plan is right exactly. now exactly and then for me um i okay so yeah, what about my, you well my dream for my whole life my dream was just to like be in the arts like I just you know it's pretty cliche but like <laughs> imagine I just wanted to be a star uh no I wanted to be in the arts and my whole life like my family was supportive obviously they were you know because they they you know they liked my singing and they liked the... sing Ave Maria <laughs> please no her grandma used to say that at every family function yeah, they make me sing Ave Maria every year. And I'm like, y'all, I cannot 
being opera anymore okay it's just not happening anyway uh no so look uh what the hippity hop did i say so what happened after high school yeah so i was told that the arts was not a viable option and viable job option by my family even though they're super supportive and um but they just like they were like well you're just not gonna make any money doing that and so i gave up and was like okay well what do i like i like working with kids so i was like okay i guess i'll be a kindergarten teacher and then when that fell through I was like, okay, I'll be a nail tech. And then that fell through. Um, and, you know, I've done like, I've done, I've taken jobs at craft stores and I, I reception at uh, salons every once in a while. Like I've done a lot of different things. Uh, but the best thing ever is that, you know, when I met my boyfriend and he was already performing and then, he brought me back onto the stage and we haven't looked back and it's what I do full time. So I, I wanted to do that after school and then I was told I couldn't do that and I tried a million things and they all fell through and then I went with what my heart said and here we are. Right. So that was kind of my, that, that was my experience in a, in a nutshell, but like it's a psych it's a crazy psychological trip when you are planning on doing one thing for the rest of your life and you're like okay hope that this is good it's just crazy to me to expect anybody under the age of t- 25 seriously to i think even and, so, Let alone and, and 17. even yeah like i just like my brother, Squashwa, shout out to Squashwa. Thanks for being Squashy. our one listener, Squashwa. Um, my little brother, like, everybody was, I remember when he was graduating, because he graduated after me, and he, everybody was just like, well, Joshua, you need to know what you want to do. You need to know what you want to do. And I was like, stop. Like, why? He's why? 17. How is he supposed to know what he wants to do for the rest of his life? And then you push and then people push you in a direction where, oh, great. Now you're in college because you were like, oh, better do this. And I just need to pick something. Yeah. And unless, excuse me. And unless you know exactly what you want to do, you're, you know, you're spending so much money at school and it's hard. And then you, you know, and that comes with like anxiety can it can bring on a lot of depression and just really difficult feelings and it's just hard i i just know like so many people who struggled so hard including myself yeah right after high school because you're just told like okay go out in the world and be a functional adult um and meanwhile, nobody's actually treating you like a functional adult, by the way. I'm still losing my socks. I can't be trusted with these decisions. Yeah, well, you want me to know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life when I'm 18? Like, unless you know. Like, you're just like, I am a doctor. Sure. And I know I'm going to be a doctor. Sure. And even then, sometimes, like, things just change. And a lot of times, like, the ways that we're grown up or the people we're around, when we leave that that circle of influence... A lot of things can change, and, and that's okay. And I want to segue too, lead, leading off of that. I don't yeah. want to cut you off. No, but, no, you're good. It was pretty much it. But but what you just you brought up a really good point. Um, saying that uh, fuck, what was your good point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, it was uh, oh, you were talking about how um, 
people, um, um, sometimes it's ingrained in you. Like you just know what you want to do yeah. and it's, it's, it's just instilled into you. And what I want to bring up too is it's really interesting because a lot of people like you actually mm -hmm. do on some level intrinsically know what, know what you want to do. You want, you knew you wanted to be in the arts. Yeah. You knew you wanted to create and that's, and, and that's still, but I let just other people valid. tell me that right. it can't be done when right. it, it really absolutely can. Well, and my point it's is hard. if you know, even if you just know the general category of what you want to do with your life, right. that's more impressive than, than a lot of people your age. Cause a lot of us at 17, 16, 18, whatever are just floating around as we should be, as we should be exploring ourselves. Yeah, we don't know ourselves yet. I didn't, I swear it wasn't until I turned 25 when I started really like noticing that i was figuring out who i was yeah it like seriously i think like your brain chemistry i'm pretty sure your brain chemistry changes a lot of things change at 25 what is it our frontal lobe finally is done developing at 26 i think so something like I think that that's it which is great check news us. for me at 27 yeah check us Not science people if if you if y'all know the answer let us know yeah um but that's I think joshua that's what I my brother seeing. listening the one person what's the answer I think I think that's what I remember hearing is your frontal lobe, which is the part of your brain that has empathy and helps you make good decisions, yeah. controls your impulses. That part is not fully developed until you are 26. And mm -hmm. I know that's probably a fun fact a lot of you have heard, but there is so much weight to that. Like that means you genuinely are justified in changing your mind every 10 seconds mm -hmm. yeah. when you're a teenager you, like yeah. that is okay and and it is not supposed to stop until your mid-20s right that's when you should finally start to get a grip on who you are and what you want and so it's absolutely outrageous that society expects y'all to know what you want at 18 yeah it's it's outrageous you know some people don't even figure it out until later in life for right oh, yeah. now just you know, it's, it's so, I, th I, yeah, it's and just not just with career, not just with career. There are people in their seventies coming out as gay or, or trans, trans or, or yeah. Yeah. Like a bunch of different, it's not just so with many career. things here. So many things change. Like think about how much you change in a year. You yeah. change. I think we stay the same. Time. I think we I think change we, all the time. I think we I stay the same. I pretty much i think we're i think if you're growing you're changing <laughs> no sorry okay oh, so. yeah no um but no really <laughs> which is funny because reading my journals i was like okay nothing has changed the only thing that's changed is i figured out how to use punctuation mm -hmm. right so for that's sure. cool for sure i, I mean still like phantom of the opera too yeah much. i know you still like phantom of the opera i wrote i write about it a lot in my journals i, oh my I guess i'm just that's all i do oh my god somebody um, help me i guess a bit <laughs> what did you what did you want to do as a kid? Like, what is your earliest memory of what you wanted to do? I wanted to be like an actor. Like, an, an actor. I wanted to be in musicals. I want to be singer act. I lo like. I really wanted. I wanted to be in Phantom of the Opera. That was my totally. goal. I was going to be. I was going to play Christine in Phantom of the Opera, even though I do not know any ballet. So that was not. Oh, that wasn't going to work. Happen for me. And that was, so that was your earliest career choice. Were there any other choices, obviously, besides your parents talking you out of it? No. Were there any other like shifts where maybe I could do this or maybe I like, could do that? Yeah, not until the end of high school where I was like, oh shit, I better pick something. And then I was yeah. like, I like kids. Uh, kindergarten teacher. Yes, I could do that. I guess I could do that. Um, right. And yeah, and on it, no, my whole life I've known like that. Wow. 
the arts is where I wanted to be. And it took a long, long time for me to just go for it. And you had to go off the path a little bit to find your way to your bliss. Yeah. Okay, well, you're not prepared for mine. You're not prepared for my childhood dream. Please tell me. (laughs) Did you want to... Wait, can I guess? Yeah, totally. Okay. Did you want to be... A vampire? No, I was a vampire. It's not about wanting. It's not about wanting. Actually, well, okay, yes. Um, A figure skating vampire. So yeah, no. Oh my god, she trapped me. So no, no. So anybody who side note read my bio, I actually am a former figure skater. Um, there was there was a point in my life where I wanted to do that professionally, actually. But there is absolutely you're probably young. There's no. Oh, I can't do it anymore. There's no longevity to that career whatsoever. It ends. No, it it ends at like 21. Like you're done. So I am 24. I am way too late to do it. I'm like an old hag in the skating. In the skating, yeah. I'm like a mom. I'm I'm a skate mom. No skate mom. Absolutely. I'm the age of a skate mom. No, because when I was a kid, where the one year olds were, that's where the 24, 25 year old moms were training their kids to start being figure skaters. I'm not even kidding. I'd be the age of a skate mom. Wow. Yeah, I know. So yeah, so no, so I I was the same as you. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be an actor, singer. I wanted to perform. Um, for a long, long time, my grandma was a performer. Arts runs in my blood. Uh, my grandma was a, a Juilliard opera singer. Um, but wait, was she really? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she was. She I taught can... me how to sing. That's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that she went to Juilliard, and I didn't know that she, she was, was a wedding singer. singer, and she was discovered when she was singing at a wedding. She was offered a full ride to that Juilliard. That is sweet. Yeah. Shout out to Graham Graham. Full ride to Sharon. Um, but yeah, she Sharon. was very, very, very talented. So growing up in that house, and my grandma raised me pretty much because my my dad, um, my dad and mom were divorced. I lived with my mom primarily, and so my grandma was like my second parent. Um, but anyway, so the reason I say you're not prepared for mine is because. Yes, I loved the arts, and you know that about me. I still love the arts, and I grew up in that environment True. that was very supportive of the arts, but there was a stint. There was a time in my life when I was oh, man. maybe n- 9 to 13, when I started getting into uh, – I was a little more athletic. I wanted to be the very first female Denver Bronco. I swear to God really that was what i wanted that's what you wanted that was what for like four years i think you could still do it hell no i I am way i'm even later for that than i am for figure skating there is no way in god's greener nope montage time i get tired after getting the mail i can't play football (laughs) no i believe anymore i used that attitude i used to play football and so for a while, I was like, man, I want to be the first female Denver Bronco. And so I would play with the boys. I would train with the boys. I would play football with only boys. I did not play powder puff. I played men's football. With boys. With, with you boys. You weren't like other girls. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> I was like other girls because you know why? You know why I was just like other girls? I had a dream and I was following it. That's right. That's why I was like other girls. And I'm proud to be like other girls. That's right. We love other girls here. As Haley Steinfeld says, I want to be like, I want to be like those girls. That was really good. I really hope we don't get demonetized for that. Yeah. That impression of me singing was like, I think I read in the terms. I think Haley Steinfeld was in this room. In the terms and conditions, it said, you can't do that. It's illegal. I'm done. It's illegal. People can't do that. It won't happen again. (laughs) Sorry, Dad. 
Sorry. Um, but yeah, I did. I wanted to be a, the very first female Denver Bronco. That's pretty sweet, honestly. No, it's. I was a little. I you could do it. I was a, a little kid. I, I bet it would be fine. Very in over my head. Nah. But but I had a lot of fun, and it made me be more athletic. It made me uh, try to make new friends. They did not want to be friends with me, but it gave me courage but it to was reach very out. Mulan of you. It was very Mulan of me, actually, because I would go into fucking Mulan. school and they. <laughs> Mulan. And I would show up and the boys would be like, man, we don't like her. She needs to go back over there. And I'll be like, I have so many guy friends. I'm not like other girls. Because back then, that's at 10. That was the energy. Yeah. And yeah. so I feel like we were all picnic girls at 10. Of course. Yeah. And so, yeah, they'd be like, go away. We hate you. And I'd be like, oh, they're just playing. It's like, like Let's brothers. Get down to business. Yeah. To so that is the, like, the most extreme pendulum swing ever that I've ever known of with career directions. Yeah. You know, so it shows you whatever you're going back Tastes and forth between change. right now. Well, whatever you're going back and forth between know that it could never be as weird or extreme as arts versus the first female Denver Bronco. Yeah. It could exactly. never be that bad. Like, Oh man, do I want to be a doctor or, or a crash test dummy? Still not as weird. Yeah. That's still not as broad. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's still like you know what there are some uh, there's some similarities there. You are right, but yeah. So after you um, after you figured out, you found your way back into the arts. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on with you is how even since rejoining the arts and doing it again, you still have your moments of oh yeah, not changing your mind, but like it's not always fun. Yeah, it's a job. It's I a love job. it. But it's a job, just like anything else. And right. like any job, you know, they say, okay, so I was thinking about this the other day, that saying, find a job you love and you won't work a day in your yes, life. Yes, I was just going to bring that quote up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And when I first heard that quote as a teenager, I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. But that was before I went into the world of working for into money. The working, into yeah. the working class. And, you know, it, it's kind of, it's almost like, it's kind of invalidating yeah. in, a, in a way because, I mean, like, it's yeah. a good intentioned quote, I think. But at the same time, it's not realistic. You're right. not going to – no matter what it is, I don't care if, it, you know, people who train their whole lives to, like, go on Broadway, they still have days where they're like, I want to quit. Absolutely. I want to quit. Absolutely. And it's it, the nature of the beast. It's the, it, That's just the nature of life. And while it's true, if you can if you can land a job and or or make a job for yourself and you have that opportunity and you love it, that's I mean, that's 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 wonderful. It's wonderful, but at the same time, it's still a job. And work is just like that's why it's called work. It kind of sucks. Sometimes it really, really sucks. Is it gonna bring you a lot of joy? Is it better for you to pick something that you like compared to you know, something that you don't like, if you have that opportunity, if you have that privilege, yeah, of course it is. Of course you want to pick something that you, you like, but you know, to say like, oh, if you pick something that you love to do, you'll never have a bad day. That's no, not that's not true. true. That's not true. I mean, no matter what you decide to do with your life. And again, um, I'm not, I'm not saying like the same career necessarily for 40 years, any, any, any stint that you decide to to do anything mm -hmm. you decide to try 
there are going to be days where you will not want to do it. I promise no matter what it is. I, there are days I don't want to do photography. There are days I just had a gig the other day where I was like, God, I don't want to go to this gig right now, but I got there. I did my job and I actually ended up really loving the results and I was proud of my art and, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't always happen either. There are gigs where I've, I've shot. And like I said, photography, like I said earlier is my, my end game Mm -hmm. that is like my dream that I could pursue right now and even that I still sometimes want to just throw it against the wall and not look at it when when I'm editing photos yeah so like and sometimes I'm so stressed I want to pull my hair out but that that doesn't mean I don't love it that doesn't mean it's not what I want to do with the rest of my life the challenge is what makes it great yeah when you're looking for something to make you get out of bed in the morning Whatever challenges you is not a bad thing and it is going to make it worthwhile because at the end of the day, if you can say that you're proud of what you're creating and what you're putting into the world, mm-hmm. that that is what matters and it's not going to be all fun and games, but you'll still, you'll still feel fulfilled. Yeah, I agree. And you know, sometimes a job is just a job. Yeah. And you just have to totally. look at it like that. Like for instance, last night's Liv started a new job. And it was wild and she handled it with finesse. But the thing is, is that, you know, afterwards somebody asked her, oh, well, did you have fun? And she's like, I really didn't have a bad time, but I wasn't like, I had the time of my life. You know, we're we're breaking all the rules, aren't we? We're breaking the rules. That's what we do Mm, around here. Call me daddy. Okay, that is a rule you've you broken. Like, you like bad boys? Like I'm bad at everything. Jazz? <laughs> no boy. No, it's and it's true. Because did you have fun? Is such a loaded question. It's like I feel like anywhere, anywhere you need to be out of obligation for any reason, there's going to be some sort of resistance to it. So I don't know. if Fun is the right word. Yeah, if you can find joy in it, that's yeah, awesome. But it's about in everybody. the moment. In the yeah. moment, enjoying yourself. Like I, I'll be bartending. I discovered last night. And I did find myself smiling a lot throughout the night. And it wasn't just, it wasn't just like, oh, to get tips or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was genuinely enjoying myself. There was a guy, there was a, <laughs> a, a guy I presumed to be gay. Um, I, I bartend at an LGBTQ bar. Um, and he, <laughs> he just like gestured with his hand, like a gimme gesture. And I was like, okay. And I gave him my hand and he held my hand and just goes, you have the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. I love it. And I just was like, oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. And he just like solemnly nodded his head like, it's true. And and I was like laughing and I was genuinely smiling. And then he was like, I'll have a vodka crayon. And I was like, of course you will. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and, so um, and that was it. And then he just like blew me a kiss and that was it. So like in moments like that, I that's kind of where I'm like, yes, I'm having fun. And, and I forget that it's a job and that I'm here out of obligation. But at the end of the day, I still went home. And my bones dropped. Yeah. And, and, and I slept for 10 hours. Yeah. You made like great money, but at the same time, you're tired. I was tired. I know? went home. I showered. I went to bed just like a normal working person and woke up at noon because I was gone till 3, 3 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. And it's a job. And it's not the thing that really helped me in college, especially, is not what makes you want to get out of bed every morning? Because a lot of times that doesn't exist. You want to roll over and go back to sleep any day. But instead think about 
what don't you dread getting in the car and going to do? Yeah. I know that sounds like, kind of gloom, but I know, I know it does, but like, but really think about it. Like yeah. there are jobs I've had where I've gotten in the car and started crying. Mm-hmm. That's not what you I've want. I've done that too many times. Right. <laughs> right. It's going to happen to everybody at least probably once in your life. There are going to be, and That's I, just yeah, life. school classes, there's going to be something that you're going to get in the car and you're going to just want you'd rather just die than than do it yeah and that's okay but that is what to stay away from that's the best indicator if you, yeah, I can if give you, you can you know I mean, if you can not everybody has the privilege like some people have to take jobs because they just absolutely right. have to right um but if you you know especially when you're young and you have that time to think about it you know like we said i think this is a good point to give our in a nutshell go for it bite size in a nutshell no matter what you don't have to know exactly what you're going to do and have everything figured out before you're even out of school you know and in in your early teens late teens early 20s it's okay. You don't have to know. And it is crazy that we feel that we are expected to know. But that I think that's just the big message. Yeah. It's okay if you don't know. It's okay if you're still looking and you're still trying to figure out who you are and what you like. Because a lot of that stuff doesn't even become apparent until after 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 school, all is said and done. After, after college. You know, after you start getting into your 20s. None of that stuff becomes apparent until later. Moral of the story is major in communications because you can apply it to literally everything. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But no, I'm I'm kidding. But I'm not kidding. Like, (laughs) like half kidding. uh, Like, if there's if there's something that even slightly interests you and you and college sounds appealing to you and you need it, it, you know, just major in it. Just do it. Or or you can always change your major. You can always shift gears. Whatever you think is going to make you the happiest. Like I said. To, to wake up and go to class and not cry is gonna is gonna be a good option because mm-hmm. like I said it there there are things out there that'll make you just you just would rather do anything else than do it and that's not a position you want to put yourself in right um if possible but you know in, if you don't know what direction you're going you know what the good news is life is constantly changing and if you don't know what direction you want to go in right now odds are it won't even be applicable to where you are mm-hmm. a year from now or six months from now or even tomorrow. Yeah. Like the world's changing so much. Everything. Look at what happened last year in a whole year. Everyone's lives were upended and turned upside down. You think people with like bachelors knew what the hell to do? No, no, no. no. A lot of them none didn't. of us knew what to do. A lot of them didn't. Life completely changed on a dime for all of us and no degrees. No, nothing, nothing, nothing us. saved us. No, like, and that's a viable point. I think like n- nothing. You think I was like, guys, I got this. I, I have my associates school. in post-production. You guys, I have a degree guys. in cosmetology. Yeah. It's she, gonna be all right. She dyes hair and I can turn on a camera. We can save the world from this pandemic. Today. Like, do you really think I will do a magic trick? It's or, all gonna be good. Or some dude who who majored in philosophy was like, <laughs> huh, I wonder why this pandemic exists <laughs> and what people are thinking of it. I wonder I what mean, it maybe. means for humankind. But like, you know, yeah. And so it's like, and not to dig on anybody who went to school for philosophy. I just have one question. Why? Um, but a good <laughs> philosophical question. Why would you do that? 
but but um my point is life is such a constant change and and even if even if you're freaked out even if you're overwhelmed odds are it's it's gonna you're gonna be in a totally different situation Mm -hmm. in in a month or a week or a year and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to roll with the punches and control alt delete anyways Mm -hmm. even if you had developed a plan so exactly take life as it comes and don't worry about it too much make sure that you you got everything you need physically and emotionally make sure you got good support and make sure that um treat everybody with kindness mm-hmm. and um and as do your most best. importantly treat yourself with kindness treat yourself with kindness yeah that everybody includes yourself that super super mostly includes you well, absolutely yeah. yes you absolutely. fill your own good. cup make sure your cup is full so that you can help fill other people's cups totally and um that that is the bottom line i guess yeah i think on that note um we pretty much did it i really quickly want to just say uh if you want to reach us, so let's see. So we, you can reach us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can DM us, or you yep. should be able to find my uh, email or our email. I should say it's yep. HeyGirlSquirrel at gmail dot com. Yep. If you ever want to uh, chat with us, or if you have any ideas for an episode, yep. something you'd like us to talk about. Once we start question, yeah. Once we start getting a. Uh, dms and emails and things like that we're probably going to do more like write-in segments and things like that yeah. where we where we directly talk to y'all um and do things that that get requested yeah um but she um uh, aria runs the uh the instagram dms so sure you can do. slide into those and i slide run our DMs. and i run our tiktok um which is at hey girl squirrel um so on there too i'll post videos and then you can uh, hit me in the dms on that or yeah. you can email us and then also i do want to say on anchor on the anchor app for podcasts um i'm pretty sure and because i haven't really messed with the functioning yet but you can leave us voice messages oh really uh yeah they can leave us voice messages one more great thing about anchor yeah one more wonderful thing yeah this is, I, I will say we're loving anchor. Pretty soon. um but yeah you know what but- on that note, we Great. will see you next week. I'm Aria. I'm Liv. Bye, Bye girl, girl squirrel. squirrel.